0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: to the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. I am Julie Brainlady Anderson, your host for this call or for this podcast and radio show. I am excited as always to have another wonderful guest on the show, the program with me. You know, I love this job. I love being able to do this because I get to meet the most interesting people with the most wonderful stories, stories about things that they've conquered in their life things that they've done the way they've built their business and just overall how they have um, overcome some challenges in their life to create something wonderful to bring to the world and I that's why I just I just love this and today of course is another wonderful interview and this interview is with Meg. Hirschberg Cardo, I believe, Hirschberg. and she's got a really interesting story. Let me read you a little bit about her background. Meg is a cancer survivor and a co-founder of the Anti-Cancer Lifestyle Program. Meg was inspired to create the program by the work of her friend, Dr. Servan- <laughs> uh, Shiber, Shireber. I'm going to have to have her correct that when she comes on, author of Anti-Cancer, A New Way of Life. Meg was a freelance writer for magazines and had regular columns in Inc. Magazine. She was a frequent speaker on the impact of the entrepreneurial business on families, a topic of her book for better or for work, a survival guide for entrepreneurs and their families. Meg worked with her husband, Gary, in the early years of their business, in uh, their business, Stonyfield yogurt. We're going to have to hear Boy, she's got her hands in a lot of different things. I am really (laughs) excited because she has had, find out a little bit about how she turned a challenge, this cancer, into a, an, an additional business, obviously. She has a website that is called that is Cancer Lifestyle. I was taking checking, account, checking it out earlier, and really interesting information there. So I'm just going to dive right into the interview. Meg, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Very, very looking, much looking forward to this. So, let me just get a little bit of a, of a background. I mean, you're obviously, it looks like you're kind of a serial entrepreneur here, author, <laughs> lots of different, uh, different things. So, tell us, how, tell us a little bit of your background before we get into some questions about your businesses. Like, what led you to, obviously, as a cancer survivor, where were you prior to the cancer, and how did that cancer affect your life to make you pivot?
0: Well, there's a lot of history in there think <laughs> I could spend quite a while answering, but just to to zero in on what will probably be of interest uh, to your listeners, um I I did not uh, found or help to found the company Stonyfield Yogurt, but I was obviously as a, the spouse of an entrepreneur very involved uh in it, the way, you know, the families inevitably get uh, dragged into these things, and that's actually the subject of my book Uh, for better for work uh, the the survival guide for entrepreneurs uh, that you that you mentioned Uh, because I the reason that book actually grew out of my work as a freelance writer uh, which is what I did professionally for about 15 years I worked for different magazines and then I got a a serial gig with uh, Inc magazine which I'm sure most of your listeners know about the the, uh, National Magazine for Entrepreneurs And I wrote about this overlap between business and and family and all the different ways uh, that business and family intersect and the various stresses that that can put on the entrepreneur and on the family and so forth. I did a ton of interviewing for it. Um, And then uh, in the course of all that, I got breast cancer, a diagnosis of breast cancer. It was a pretty serious case, Um, stage three breast cancer. And, uh, Then that that sort of turned life inside out for a while. I did keep writing uh, for quite a while after that, but eventually when my my gig with Inc. sort of came to a natural conclusion, I worked for Inc. for about six years. uh, I've since devoted myself full-time to this program that I had started while working for Inc., um, the Anti-Cancer Lifestyle Program. And uh, our website is anticancerlifestyle.org. And it was really a program that I created with some um, experts at our local hospital uh, that it was focused on what a patient can do, especially after a diagnosis of cancer, to reduce their odds of cancer recurrence or for people who never want to get cancer in the first place, you know, how to go about, how to think about prevention and so, as you mentioned, that was inspired by a, a, a bestseller when it came out, uh, Anti Cancer, A New Way of Life by Dr. David Servan Schreiber, who was also a dear friend of mine in the end. It was a coincidence that I met him and we became friendly. Um, so, that's kind of how I got here. And now I devote, we've put the course, uh, which started out as a 12 week in person course, and by popular demand, basically, from people, we got just emails bombarded emails people around the country who ran into our website people around the world um who would email me and say hey you know I really like this information um how do I enroll in a course and of course there wasn't an in-person course anywhere near any of them so that propelled us to put it all online so now that's what I do full time is promote the online course And then the associated webinars and newsletters. We have a whole program around it. So there's a mouthful. Well, I love it, and I think
1: it's important to know. I just summarized about 20
0: years in about three minutes.
1: (laughs) Well, you did an excellent job. Thank you. Yeah, and again, all of the links, by the way, for the listeners, of course, are always going to be on the show page, different ways that you can stay in contact with Meg, but also the link for the Anti-Cancer Lifestyle Program website. And I have to tell you now, (laughs) the topic for the show is tips for creating a business that makes the world a better place. And I really kind of, I love that topic, but I also, um, coming from my background, so for those of you who know me as Brain Lady Julie and my Brain Lady Speak show, and maybe we'll have to entertain the idea of having Meg on that program, is what started me on this journey was the connection with psychoneuroimmunology and studying over 20 years ago on that topic. And how one of the things that I, I noted on your website is the mindset the anti cancer mindset which i think is is so important based on the studies that, that i have read on the connection between your thought process right and your actual survival rate so lots of we're going to have to maybe during you know during cancer awareness month we're going to have to have you come back but i want to i want everybody to really think about taking a look at that even if you're not being affected by cancer the website is a, is a wonderful resource. One in, I believe, the statistics, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but at least one in, in three people, I believe, are affected by cancer or get cancer. And so this is a wonderful, wonderful resource.
0: Um, yes. Um, I'm glad that you brought this up because we are now, now that we're online, we're really uh, marketing this as a prevention program, it's really, as you said, it's not just for cancer survivors. It's really about healthy living. I mean, if you were to look at, say, regimens to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease or diabetes, which are two other chronic illnesses that are, are very consuming and often deadly uh, for Americans, um, it would be exactly the same recommendations that we make in our course to reduce your your risk of cancer, and just to drill down a little further, because you mentioned mindset, the areas of lifestyle that we cover are mindset, and I'll get back to that in a minute, since that's of interest uh, to you and possibly to your audience as well. But also fitness, um, diet, and environment. And by environment, we mean like your home environment, how to reduce your exposures, your daily exposures. To toxins and chemicals of concern we often recommend starting if you it's a self-paced course and by the way everything is free i should note our webinars our course thing is free and we can talk about why if you'd like to later but that was a philosophical uh, choice on our part to, to make it free and not to put financial barriers in anyone 's way to this what we consider critical information, and then we ask for donations from those who can afford um, but the mindset piece i 'm glad you pointed it out because we consider it extremely important and almost the basis for all the other lifestyle changes that you might care to make because so much of this does come down to mindset, and as you said, you know mindset is obviously. Uh, critically important when it comes to even survival because it relates back to stress hormones, cortisol, and so forth, and living in a, a state of, of chronic uh, stress stimulation, hormonal stimulation, which has been shown to be very, very bad for our health, including as it relates to cancer. So, and it's also the basis, say, for diet. You know, if you're trying to make changes in your diet, um, a lot of that does come down to changes in your mindset, how you look at food, how and when you eat your food, what types of food that you you know you you choose to to consume. A lot of this has to do with sort of framing your your mindset in a different way.
1: Mm, I love that. We're going to have to explore that more on on another on our other program because it's so important. This is just yes. so important. I don't think. People And I think women entrepreneurs really need to pay attention to this because women entrepreneurs, we always tend to overextend ourselves. And when we overextend ourselves, we get stressed. When we get stressed, our mindset shifts. And it's oftentimes not in a positive way. And having that, you know, having a positive mindset shift is so very important, especially when you're talking about that connection and how it connects to the immune system. So uh, we're definitely wonderful information, and we'd love to explore this more with you. But let's get on the business side of it. Let's talk about how uh, you kind of discussed how you came up with the idea. Obviously, between your life experience and the writings of the of um, uh, oh, tell me, <laughs> tell our listeners how you pronounce his name. Um, All right. Oh, Doctor, is- it's
0: David doctor Servant Schreiber, Servant- Doctor Servant Schreiber. I know it's a mouthful. <laughs>
1: I love that. So that was obviously an inspiration, your personal experience and then basing that on on the the his writings. So we know how you came up with the program, but what actually went into creating this program? Because when you go to the website and my listeners, you'll see this when you visit her website or the website that we're discussing, it's it's pretty comprehensive. So you touched on a little bit that that motivation behind it, but what actually went into creating this entire program?
0: Well, uh, a lot. I mean, like, like most entrepreneurs, you know, had I known what I was going to get into, I don't know that I would have done it. I mean, how often do you hear that from people who start businesses? It's like you often have no idea what it's really going to entail uh, until you dive in. But I, you know, I felt very mission driven about this, uh, because th- this is the type of information that as a cancer survivor, I was seeking You know, it's like, well, what do I do now? You know, and you don't really, you don't get, for anyone out there, any of your listeners who have been in cancer world, whether themselves or with a friend or relative, um, you don't get lifestyle guidance uh, from your providers. Uh, They're not trained in, in it. They don't know how to even discuss it. It's just not what they do. Um, and so you really need to find it on your own. And, and there's a lot out there on the Internet that hasn't been vetted. I mean, ours ours is, you know, doctor recommended. We have a, many doctors' testimonials on our website um, because we've shown that we're completely, you know, evidence-based. And so they trust us to deliver reliable information uh, to patients. But it's very, yeah, it's... Um, As as far as it it feels, it's interesting, you know, think about it in terms of an entrepreneurial venture because uh, this is a nonprofit, okay, (laughs) so um, I'm sort of funneling. We do take donations and and have many generous donors, but my husband and I, with some of the profit that we made off of selling our business, Stonyfield Yogurt, you know, have channeled some of that into creating this nonprofit, which um, feels to me, even though it is a nonprofit, it feels to me like a logical extension of what we were doing in business as well, sort of a mature evolution of it away from the product and selling side and more into the sort of giving side. Um, so that's, it, it. it is a very entrepreneurial venture for me. I mean, I'm, I work, it's a full-time job for me. I, I'm always having to be creative. I have a team. Um, You know, I, I, I think about it as I'm exercising. (laughs) I'm, you know, I think about it at night. It's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. So it feels very much as it would if it were a business, um, but with different uh, different sort of motivation and uh, different rewards.
1: That's it's a wonderful, wonderful story. It kind of, the way we, we all kind of wind up sometimes with one idea for our businesses and it, it, it morphs into something completely different. Now right. you did that. You'd had to pivot. You, I shouldn't say had to pivot. You chose to pivot because you were working as a writer for Inc magazine. And then you went into a completely different direction, obviously as co-owning the, the, like you said, the, the yogurt um, business. And went to being this nonprofit, how did you make that pivot? Like what were some of the things? Obviously, there were lifestyle things that you had to do, but what were some of the just the brain things that you had to do to change your mind around to go from one type of business working for a company and then of course co owning your the other business with your husband, but into being nonprofit? Because nonprofit, I've often thought, oh, one of the things I'd love to do as a brain lady is to set up a nonprofit for educating uh, teenagers and to get into, you know, their, their natural brain gifts. blah, 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 blah. Right. That's a whole other story. And the thought of doing a nonprofit is like so overwhelming. So how did you make that mental pivot and life pivot? Because you said you wake, you eat, breathe, sleep, this nonprofit. How did you That's make right, it? What? I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. I mean, you know, if you have time, you know like i always I always say you know if you're alive, anything's possible. I mean, the key is to stay alive and well, and then you know things do evolve i mean i I don't know that I would have been doing this twenty years ago, but it and also financially, we couldn't have afforded to do this twenty years ago. so you know there's there's many stages, I think to a life uh I mean many people I'm in my sixties now. Almost 65, actually. Amazing. I can't believe it, but it's true. Um, But, you know, I don't know that I could have done this or would have, say, 25 years ago. I mean, some people do, obviously, but I I am using all the skills that I learned, that I inhaled from our business and living with a business, that I learned from writing professionally. I mean, Everything that goes out the door, all of our webinars, all of our, our newsletters, everything that's on the website, you know, I'm really good writer and editor now. So I think that really helps also in um, keeping uh, up the quality of what we offer to people you know i'm I'm very clear, I'm sort of a ruthless editor, so everything is really clear, and you know the grammar's I think pretty good <laughs> and, um but all these things have come into play because these were these were past lives for me um so in a way, it was sort of a natural evolution that it allowed me to take many of the skills that I had built being associated with a business. And again, uh, working for for as an independent contractor for magazines, that I feel like I've been able to, to to funnel that into something that I really care passionately about. But for me, it's it's a life stage thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I I think everything there's a season for everything, and this was my season to do this work.
1: I, I like the way you put that, and I think that that's something that a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with too is when they have these these newer thoughts or these new ideas and they're like, But I created this other baby and I <laughs> to walk away to something new. But that inspiration it if if you do it right, if you follow it follow it through correctly, uh, can become something amazing in your new stage of life, like you you just uh, you just explained
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I so, mean I- when I was writing about entrepreneurs for Inc. and writing my book you know, one of the sort of delicate stages, entrepreneurial stages that I covered in the book and in my writing is letting go, whether it's selling or a business failing or th- this, is, this is a, you know, traumatic event uh, for an entrepreneur, no matter how their relationship with the business ends, right? Even if they sell it and make a gajillion dollars, it's still, it's like they're bereft because, you know, and of course, business loss and business failure brings a whole other emotions but um, in a way no matter how you part from your business it leaves a hole in you Uh, you know it was your raison d'etre for however many years you were involved and so I think it it is especially hard for entrepreneurs to make that pivot because business is a passion venture you know you, you talk about living eating and breathing you live eat and breathe your business and if you don't do that, you're not going to have a business very long to worry about, right? I mean, that's the nature of being being an entrepreneur. And so, you know, divorcing yourself from that, however you do it, uh, can leave a big hole. And for me, you know, I started creating this uh, program, I I was sort of way out ahead of my skis in a way, like I I was busy writing and doing all the stuff, but I felt, it felt really important to me. So I started it, almost in spite of myself, you know, I was doing other things. (laughs) And then I was, I I built it, you know, kind of as a side venture, again, with partners, with our local hospital and local experts and stuff. I wasn't the only one, um, but I was a motivator and the kind of organizing principle behind it. But I had colleagues, you know, excellent colleagues who I still work with to this very day. Um, But when I left Inc., you know, this, this baby was kind of ready for me to really tackle it to, to to grow it up, so it was kind of a natural pivot for me at the time.
1: Natural flow, I like that. Now, obviously, there's going to be some great tips. We want people to check out the the um, anti cancer lifestyle site. But tell me about tell me give us a little bit more because I'm I know this that your book is going to be of interest to our listeners. Uh, which is the for better for work. I like that or survival guide for entrepreneurs and their families. So tell me, tell us a little bit about that book. And I don't think I'm looking at all of our notes. I don't think I have on here how we can get the book.
0: Oh, Amazon has the book. Yeah. So it's easy peasy. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's still uh, in print, and you can still buy it. And I still hear from people all the time <laughs> who run into it one way or another. I haven't been pushing it anymore, neither is my publisher, but because uh, it came out in 2012, I can't remember. But the stories in it are are evergreen um, because it, this is these are the fundamental challenges that come up. Not all of them for every entrepreneur. But every entrepreneur will experience at least some of the challenges that I write about in the book. And I did a lot of interviewing, so I, I interviewed hundreds of people, though I don't have all their stories in the book, but their their wisdom did inform their sort of accumulated wisdom did inform everything that's in the book. Not to mention our own story as well, our own entrepreneurial story, which was a very, very difficult startup. Um, we had, we went nine years without a profit and we, we almost went bankrupt, you know, a hundred times. We lived on the edge of that. I mean, it was a rather dire (laughs) situation for a long time. So, you know, and then I did a lot of other interviewing, but I talk about things like raising money from friends and family and the pressure that that can put on a relationship and on a family Um, living with your business. When you share your home, your home space with your business, which is happening obviously to a lot of people now because of COVID, you know, how do you make those divisions uh, in your home space? How do you keep your business from totally invading your personal life? Um, another chapter is on children because so many entrepreneurs feel so guilty because they often have to travel, though less so now during COVID. But they're or, or they're very obsessed with their business. They're always on their phone, you know. And then they feel guilty about their kids. So, so I, I talk about that. I talk about working with your spouse, um, which I did, which didn't didn't work out very well for us. <laughs> I tell that story in the book. Um, I talk about handing the business down to your children. And issues involved with that. So it's all those kind of ways that that business interfaces um, with family. That's, that's I love that.
1: I love that. I think that's a great a great resource. and we will I'll look up. I'll have my assistant look up a link for the for the book on Amazon. I'll have them link it on the web page for this for the show sites because I think it's it sounds like it's great. You just have so many. You're a wealth of great stories. <laughs> I'm, all this. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm in my sixties. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> by then, you know, everybody's got a lot of stories. <laughs>
1: this, is true. this is true, but you've turned them into things positive and And that's, that's what we'd like to hear. So in wrapping up, what are some tips, because this is primarily women entrepreneurs that listen to this. So what are some tips that you have Maybe your top 2 or top 3 tips that you have for other entrepreneurs so that they can survive those days when they're in the red, survive those times when they're at odds with their their mate or working at home, you know, like what are the what are the top 2 or 3 tips that you would give women entrepreneurs to hang on there and be successful?
0: Well, first, read my book <laughs> because Um, There really is a lot of wisdom in there. As I say, it's not just from my own story, but from the hundreds of people who uh, very uh, kindly took time to speak with me about their own experience. So I I do think there's a lot of important stories. I think women in particular uh, often feel much more guilt than than male entrepreneurs about all the things they're not doing, Um, and they really sort of strive for balance. And that, I think, balance, you know, when I talk about this sum in the book, is such a toxic word because Ooh, nobody, ever, nobody ever achieves it. And mm-hmm. if you do achieve it, it's for about one minute, you know, until yeah. a kid gets sick or a product line fails or whatever happens, right? Um, and so women, I think in particular, in my experience, female entrepreneurs tend to beat themselves up more feel more guilt, uh, especially about family and all the things that they're not doing, all the balance they're not achieving, all the soccer games they're not going to. And I just think that's a terrible mistake. I think understanding, especially for the parents out there, that, you know, what you're doing, the example you're setting, if you have children, of, you know, living a a creative, passionate, mission-driven life um is something that will mean the world to them and the way they see themselves um as they as they grow up, so I think you know I mean I could go on, but I think number one is is not feeling the guilt um number two is 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 don't put off things that are important to you, yeah. I see especially women doing this, but men too. Um, they're not going to have the kid, they're not going to buy the house, they're not going to get the dog, they're not going to take the vacation um, until, you know, something, the business, you know, gets, out, gets in the black or they hire that new salesperson or this new product line gets launched, whatever it is, there's always a reason to put off the things that you care about. And I just think that leads can lead to a lot of regret, just not putting off those, those life, events Mm -hmm. that are important. And the last thing I'll say is, is to set the bar low in terms of, um, it's like, okay, if you can't take a vacation for a week, that's okay. Go away for a night, right? I mean, do something special for an afternoon. Take small bits of experience with yourself, with your spouse, with, with your child. Um, It doesn't, you don't need a whole big blowout, you know, self-care weekend or something if you can't take it or afford it or take the time. Little things go a really long way.
1: I love them. Great tips. I love what you said about uh, balance. I always tell my women when I'm talking to them, it's more about work-life integration than it is work-life balance because the balance just when you're an entrepreneur, you never know what's going to be thrown at you. So it's kind of how do you integrate it and manage that integration and keep the family happy. And that last tip is awesome. If it can't be a week, it can be a night. If it can't be a night, it can be an afternoon. Unplug, turn all the technology off and just be with your family. That's what we all need to do a little bit more of, I think. Well, Meg, it has been absolutely wonderful having you on the women entrepreneur show today. I appreciate your, you taking your time, and if you are up to it, I would love to have uh, Kelly, my assistant, reach out to you and get you on The Brain Lady Speaks, and we'll talk mindset and anti-cancer.
0: I would love that, and thank you for giving me the chance to speak with your audience today.
1: Absolutely. Well, this has been an awesome interview. Thank you, everyone, for tying in and listening. If you like this information, Meg had some wonderful tips, be sure to give us a like, give us a review, share us share us out, share out this show so that other people can hear this as well. And of course, if you want to get in contact with Meg, she is on Instagram uh, through anti-cancer. She is uh, Instagram anti-cancer lifestyle, Facebook.com anti-cancer lifestyle foundation, Twitter and Twitter is at anti-cancer. All of these links are on the show and as I are on the show page. And as I said, We'll also put the link in there for her book because I think for women entrepreneurs, especially this book is a, it's going to be a big, big, big asset. I can't wait to get it and read it myself. <laughs> so uh, we, we appreciate you. Thank you very much, Meg. If thank you, you want,
0: Julie. Have a great day. Take care.
1: You, you too, as well. Okay. And we will okay. be in touch.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. All right, if you want to stay in touch with um, Meg, of course, go to all of those links on the show page at uh, WomenEntrepreneursPodcastNetwork.com. That is where you will find the Women Entrepreneur Show. You can also, uh, and that is where you can also find how to connect with us as WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. That is our website, WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. Remember, it is all plural, WomenEntrepreneursExtraordinaire.com. And if you want any information about joining us, if you have a book, we have a book page that's up on our website that we're just starting. For $25 a year, you can become an active member of Women Entrepreneurs. You can have your profile put on the website as well as list your book if you are an author. Great SEO, great way to just increase your presence online. So take a look at that womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com forward slash join us. You can also, if you want to be on the show, or you know of an amazing woman that you think would be great for to interview on the program, then of course send us an e, or send us a an email at info info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and we'll get in touch. If you've read an amazing book, if you've been to an amazing conference, if you have information you want to share with us, then by all means shoot us an email, or just join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, Extraordinaire.com. We are also on Instagram, we.extraordinaire. So I'm just really looking forward to staying connected with everyone until our next meeting. As always, reach out, uh, send us emails, follow us, like us, share us, give us some social media love. And until next week, until next time everyone simply enjoy every moment